to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up? It's your friendly neighborhood podcaster. It's Alex. Welcome back to the Last Gen Podcast today. I'm so glad you jumped on. So good to see all of your smiling faces. But no, in in reality, if I could see your faces, it would look like, um, you know, they'd be rough. They'd be rough pictures. Not because you're ugly. Have you ever, you know what I always do? I always have my phone. And listen, if if you're around me for any amount of time, I will get you with this. I'm just, I'm the master. I've gotten my my aunt, my uncle, all my friends, my brothers. It's 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 a great thing. So w- what you do is you open up, and, and you can use this, just not on me. Free of charge, ready? Open up your camera app, front-facing camera, and um, <laughs> and go, and so it's facing you, and then go, hey, and then I'll just use Jonathan for an example. Hey, Jonathan, check this out. And they turn, and you flip the camera, and then you press the volume button, and it takes a picture, and their face looks so clueless and retarded. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. Have fun with that one. Listen, if you get people, here's what I want you to do. This is the challenge today. I want you to do that to at least one person. Okay. And then put, um, what, what should the challenge be? And then do, do like a hashtag. We'll do a hashtag. I want you to take, take one unexpected picture of someone. So you understand how to do it. You front facing camera. Hey, check this out. You flip the camera close to their face and then take the picture and they look super stupid. Um, Tag, post it on your Instagram, tag uh, LastGenYouth, and then um, put hashtag, what should our hashtag be? I don't want to say like retard face challenge or something. Just tag the LastGenYouth, and we'll, ha- we'll see how many we can get, and I'll repost them all. Make sure you're, you're, you're uh, public, though. Public account, so I can repost you. But, okay, I want to jump into it today. I'm about to, <laughs> I have a flight to catch, so... Um, I told my brother, I was like, hey, I'm going to record. I'm going to start recording. So um, he's like, you're recording now? I was like, yeah, I know we have to catch a flight. But, you know, I thought this was important. So let's let's get into it today. I want to jump right into it. We're talking about a topic today that's pretty uh, controversial. Not really. No, well, controversial is a good word. But also, I think it's very, uh, very uh, triggering, if I could say. This, this episode is going to be very triggering, um, I don't think to, to the regular listeners of this podcast, but it's something that you want to know and you need to know, especially being a young person. Remember, this is a youth podcast. I know there's lots of people that are in their 30s that listen, um, and that's that's totally okay, but this is where we're centering towards youth and young adults, and if you're a youth pastor, I mean, you can be included in that too. But um, by the way, if you are a youth pastor, this will be very important to you. And if you're if you're a, a young person, you you should you should take some notes. We're going to be talking. You saw the title. It's a little bit different of an episode today. Um, this shocking new study reveals the demonic. Um, I don't want to say it. This shocking new study reveals the demonic nature of depression. We're going to get into it. This new shocking study reveals the demonic nature of depression. It's no secret that depression 
has rapidly increased in our generation. They say Gen Z is by far, and it's not even close. It's not even close. It is, it is um, up more than 100%, more than doubled, more than tripled, more than quadrupled previous generations, the rates of depression, anxiety, and suicide in our generation. And the question that many are asking is why? What is the difference? Why is it that all of a sudden, it, it happened all of a sudden, you, you know, my uncle talks about it all the time. He, in high school, knew a lot of people, but he didn't know one person that was taking an antidepressant or that was depressed. Now, I mean, flash forward to when I was in high school, I would say um, probably if out of 10 people, six of those 10 people that I knew were taking antidepressants or um, had been diagnosed with depression, uh, chronic depression, anxiety, social anxiety, suicidal thoughts, stuff like that. And so why is it? What's the difference? What just happened? You know, you could say, oh, it's just that social media. Well, it might be that that might not help it, but it's definitely something deeper than that. And, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists and researchers dug into this and they want to know what what is the thing that's causing the depression? What is it? And so, Many years back, um, and this has been like the narrative that they've, uh, they've spewed through the media, the news, um, even schools, you'll see it on infographics on Instagram. Um, even Christians have bought into this lie. We know now it's a, a very much of a lie um, that depression, well, you know, it's just a chemical imbalance in the brain. It's just a chemical imbalance, bro. All right. You don't need to say it's the devil. It's just a chemical imbalance. You hear that from Christian people all the time, all the time. Me being young, I've heard it from countless Christians who you, you would think would know better. It's just a chemical imbalance, bro. Um, yeah, and then, you know, they'd say, well, you know, the science says that it's a chemical imbalance. And up until this point, people haven't really questioned it. They're like, okay, well, it might, you know, and I've even said this. I have been saying for as long as I've had a platform that it's not just a chemical imbalance. It's a demonic thing. It's, it's, a, it's demonic at its root. But I've even said in the past, well, it might manifest itself in a chemical imbalance, but it's rooted in the demonic. And so I even conceded that. But now we can see even from science that that's not true. And I'm going to kind of expose... Um, something that you may not have seen, it, it, uh, it, it's not new as of this week, it was new of, as of last year, but it's a study that exposes the lies of pop culture, of the media, of all the people that tell you this, um, and then their reasoning behind it. Why have they been lying to people about the nature of depression? Why have they been lying, knowingly lying, without any basis of scientific evidence or proof, have been saying that depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in the brain, a chemical imbalance of serotonin in the brain. Why have they been saying this? Knowing, knowing that it's not backed by science and knowing that the, the facts prove, prove otherwise. So we'll get into this, and I'll show you in the Bible what the Bible has to say about depression and suicide, because it has a lot to say. This isn't something that's new. The devil doesn't have any new tricks. Obviously, he uses weapons more in different generations, but now um, is not any different than 2,000 years ago. 
There were depressed people 2,000 years ago. Jesus dealt with suicidal people. If you didn't know that, we'll go to the scripture. But I want to show you this study, these studies. Um, and I'm not just pulling up um, random studies that I tried to find online. I'm pulling up very well-known and well-respected clinical and, and <laughs> psychiatric and psych- psychologist journals that have done the studies, they've done the research, and they've come out with this, and it's not talked about. This, this came out in July, or is it June? June of... June of 2021, right? Is July of 2021. So mid July of 2021, I'll read you. I'll read you this from the Hill, um, and then I'll read you from from other sources. But it's not just one. All right, this is just like the gist of it. A recent uh, a recent review study is pushing back against the long held views in medicine that depression is caused by a serotonin imbalance in the brain. Researchers from University College London conducted an umbrella review of past meta-studies and systematic analysis of depression's relationship to serotonin activity that includes tens of thousands of participants. So it's a wide study. The study published this week in the the journal Molecular Psychiatry, um, I guess it's the journal Molecular Psychiatry, concluded that there's, quote, no evidence that serotonin levels or serotonin activity is responsible for depression. Okay? And then just going to, this is going to be very quick. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that plays a key role in governing mood, sleep, digestion, and other bodily functions. For years, a chemical imbalance for serotonin has been widely viewed as the culprit for depression. Listen to this. Resulting in the widespread use of antidepressants like selective serotonin um, so SSRIs, serotonin, I, I can't pronounce that word. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Inhibitors, which boost serotonin in the brain. So basically, these antidepressants boost serotonin. Researchers say the review calls into question the basis for the use of antidepressants. This is the quote. The, the lead author in the study said this, It is always difficult to prove a negative, but I think we can safely say that after a vast amount of research conducted over, over several decades, there is no convincing evidence that depression is caused by serotonin abnor- abnormalities, particularly by low levels or reduced activity of serotonin. Many people take antidepressants because they have been led to believe that their depression has a biochemical cause. But this new research suggests that this belief is not grounded in evidence. So, though the media for years has been spewing this lie that depression is just a chemical imbalance, bro. No need to cast out a devil. No No need to pray. Okay, they just need to take antidepressants. Do they? And studies show even, and, and you could look, at, this is not, this is not like some whack right-wing, you know, <laughs> like, like tabloid. This is, and then you could even look at it. Like I, I pulled up a, a reputable source. This is, this is the Journal of Social, a Social and Clinical Psychology. Okay, and they're saying the exact same thing. 
The chemical imbalance explanation of depress- depression, reducing blame at what cost. You can read it. Read it. It'll tell you the same thing. But studies will even show you that the chances and the risk of suicidal behavior increases after antidepressants, not decreases. People attempt suicide, they're more likely to attempt suicide after antidepressants than before. So you ask yourself, why is it that even medical journals up until this point have been telling you it's a chemical imbalance? I'll give you two reasons. Number one, um, to destigmatize depression. Destigmatize depression. And what does that mean? Well, the push now, and you've seen it on Instagram. You've seen it all over Instagram. Infographics with really pretty, you know, pink, pink pages with cool bubbly fonts that say normalize depression, normalize suicide, suicidal thoughts, normalize anxiety. And then you have friggin' idiots, po- I can't even, idiots posting little miss whatever. And they'll say little miss social anxiety, little miss depress- depression. And these are Christians that are posting it. How stupid could you be? Now listen, I don't want to um I don't want to give the idea that I am against people who are suffering from depression. Is depression real? Yes. Is suicidal thoughts real? Yes. Is anxiety real? Yes. I'm not saying it's not real and I'm not saying it's your fault. Okay? If you're dealing with these things, I'm just here to tell you what these people have been saying, they're lying to you. But they're my doctor. They they're lying to you. Do the research. So number one, why are they why are they pushing this idea to destigmatize depression? You can look at it. That's that is their stated goal. Destigmatize depression. Make it make it normal. And so, what that does is it makes people comfortable. And I believe it's a demonic agenda. The devil always wants you to be comfortable with an attack from him. If the devil can lay an attack on you, let's say depression, and he can get you to think, oh, this is just normal, then why would you ever fight back against it? If, you're, if you are now accepted into a, a group of, like a co- new community, then you're not going to fight back against the attack. People aim to make quote-unquote communities out of attacks from the devil well i'm just we're just part of the cancer survivor or the cancer community well why do you identify yourself with an attack from the devil that's the question and so the goal is to destigmatize depression so they say it's just a chemical imbalance it's totally normal it's just something you were born with okay and then the second the second reason they do it is then to prescribe antidepressants. 13%, and you can look at different kind of studies, but 13% um, is kind of the middle ground of, children, of, of people 12 years old and up in America take an antidepressant. 13%. That's more than one in 10 people th- ages 12 and up. I'm not talking about like middle-aged women here. I'm talking about everyone ages 12 and up 13% of Americans take an antidepressant. You know, and then you say like, well, why would they want to do that? Do you know how much money is made off of the backs of people that are, that are pretty much become 
subservient to the uh to the pharmaceutical companies America's wealth is now run on the backs of pharmaceutical companies. It's not true that America, you know, America used to make, manufacture lots of things like steel. We used to, you know, coal. And it used to be like lumber, stuff like that. Now, it's pharmaceuticals. You turn on the news, every single commercial. Are you a middle-aged woman past the age of 40? Do you struggle? No, I don't. (laughs) None of your business. There is a lot of money to be made off of sick people. It's a sad reality, but there is a lot of money to be made off of depressed people. And they're, they're pushing us, quote-unquote, solution that is no solution at all. That in some cases makes the problem worse. Why doesn't it help? Because you cannot medicate a demon. You cannot medicate a demon. And you know what? It really does tick me off because, you know, you could think that I'm just like some 18-year-old kid who's just, you know, just uh, shoots off at the mouth or whatever. But I was talking to my friend about this. Every, almost, I think almost all of my friends, literally almost all of my friends, my close friends, are people that at one point battled depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. They're people who never thought they'd live past 18, 19 years old because of suicide. So this, it's not some, I'm not, (laughs) don't think I am out of touch with this. It's an attack of the devil. And so it does make me mad to have teachers who have no clue what they're talking about. Listen, don't listen to your freaking science teacher. What do they know? That, Listen, I'm going to take it down. Your high school teachers past algebra and past trigonometry have no say in your life and should have no opinion on other things. If they're telling you about, and the reason I'm saying this is because I went to public high school. You have, you know, depression awareness day, whatever. And that what they do, it's not the, that it's bad to raise awareness about depression it's, it's the things that they prescribe to normalize it and then to medicate it. And as a result, instead of fixing the problem, you're just zombifying people. Because the root is not natural. It's a supernatural problem that people are trying to medicate with a natural pill. You cannot medicate a supernatural problem. It was just a chemical imbalance. It's not. The studies show, like, read, read the studies that I saw, like, read the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology. They tell you that we don't know what the cause of depression is. Hmm. You know, read, read all these, um, like, literally, just type in, in Google, depression, chemical imbalance. You'll find this study, The Hill, um, theconversation.com. You'll find, you know, you won't, you won't really find uh, psychology today. You'll find credible sources. You won't find CNN. I'm telling you that. You won't find MSNBC. You won't find even Fox News. Because they get paid from pharmaceutical companies. Pfizer is the sponsor of many, many uh, news networks. So don't tell me that they've got nothing to gain. They've got everything to gain. 
from people taking pills that only make the problem worse. So listen, I want you to hear me very clearly. If you are someone that that battles with depression and anxiety, I'm not here to bash you. This is not even against you. This is I'm I'm want to expose the the very clear now lie of pharmaceutical companies, of pop culture, of the media, of news networks, of teachers in public schools who don't know anything about anything. So, (laughs) this is going to be, and then this second part, I want to show you, so what, you ask yourself, what is the root? What is the cause? How can it be solved? Because it's a real thing. I'm not denying that. It's a real thing. My friends really should have been dead. Like, really. But let me just tell you, it wasn't an antidepressant that broke them free. It wasn't a therapy session. Those things don't do anything for anyone. If they are, why is it that the more and more antidepressants are prescribed, the higher and higher the rate of depression goes up? You tell me that. If this is such a miracle drug. What is the root? And you'll find in the Bible. The Bible is is very clear about this stuff. You say, oh, there was no no suicidal people in the Bible. Oh, really? Well, I'll show you. In the Bible. First, let's go to, what what is it then? What is this thing? What is depression? What's the root cause? Isaiah 61. Isaiah chapter 61. And this is a prophetic chapter showing what Jesus would later fulfill. Jesus later quotes this chapter of Isaiah in Luke chapter 4. When he opens the scroll, he quotes it and says, this has been fulfilled in your sight. This is Isaiah 61. I'll read you verse 1 through 4, or 1 through uh, 3. This is what Jesus quoted, but this is in Isaiah. It's a, a prophetic scripture. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to pro- pro- proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of, of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Listen to this. To grant those who mourn in Zion to give them beautiful headdresses instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning. Listen to this. The garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. God said he wants to trade a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. What is a spirit of heaviness? It's a demonic spirit. My Bible in the ESV says a faint spirit or a dim spirit. You know, and that's interesting when I read that in the ESV, a dim spirit, a faint spirit. If you look at the original Hebrew, it literally means dim. It gives the connotation of seeing through a veil meaning everything is darker than it should be. Everything's blurrier than it should be. I don't see in full color. Every person that I've talked to, all of my friends that have told me their testimony of being set free from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, they've all described depression without knowing this, without have ever re- reading this, this scripture, that it was like I could not see in color anymore. And when it lifted, everything looked brighter. It's a dim spirit. It's a faint spirit. It's a real demonic 
spirit that goes around the earth called depression. It's not the will of God. It's not a natural thing. You weren't born with it. It's an attack. And so what does God prescribe? What's his prescription? It's not serotonin uh, boosters. He says this. This is his prescription. A garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. God said this, I'll trade you. And Jesus said, I've come to fulfill this. When Jesus came to the world, this is what he came to do, to trade that spirit of heaviness that you've been dealing with and then give you a garment of praise. So when you used to be in your room, shut off from the the entire world, didn't want to talk to anyone, didn't want to go out, didn't even want to hang with friends, just sitting in a dark room, scrolling through TikTok, listening to, to sad music, instead of that, God wants to trade it for a garment of praise, that instead of being in that dark room, in that dark place, you're going to be out dancing, saying, look what the Lord has done. And just to prove to you further that this is not a, a natural thing, because I, I guarantee I guarantee you, if, if a youth pastor, uh, the average youth pastor, the average even pastor heard this podcast, and you're, you're more than welcome if you're a youth pastor or a pastor, they would get enraged because... Even the church has been co-opted by these uh, these liberal ideologies of, of normalizing things like this. Well, we just need to have more conversations. We don't need to have more conversations. You can't converse a devil out. And am I saying that you're, if, if someone has depression, they're uh, demon-possessed? No. I want to say that very clearly. If someone has depression, are you saying that they're demon-possessed? No. doesn't mean you're demon-possessed. doesn't mean you're possessed with the devil. Any more than someone who is sick is not depressed or, or possessed by the devil. What are they? They're oppressed. They're being tormented. There's a difference. It doesn't mean you're, you're demonic. You're a vessel of the devil. No. The devil has attacked you. It's an oppression. There's a difference between oppression and um, and possession. So we'll see this in the Bible. Mark chapter 9. Jesus encounters a suicidal person. He said, I don't read that in the Bible. Well, we'll read it. You've read the story. Mark chapter 9. We'll start in verse 14. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered, teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, Jesus answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. Verse 20, And they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell to the ground and rolled about foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? 
And the father said, from childhood. Listen to this. Listen what this demonic spirit did to this boy. From childhood. It often casts him into the fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. This man even knew that it was a demon spirit. So the boy would have suicidal tendencies. He would throw himself into water, throw himself into fire. The, the father saw this, and from that ancient perspective and that ancient society, he knew that was demonic. And so he said, that's an evil spirit, so he brought it to Jesus. Now listen, Jesus knowing everything. Did Jesus just say, now listen, I know we're living you know, in, in 35 BC, 30 BC, and you know medical science hasn't advance that much. Um, you think it's a, an evil spirit because that's what society and your culture and your religion say, but really, if you knew everything about society and are about science, you would know that this is just a chemical imbalance. So there's no need to no need to cast the devil out of him, all right? We just need to have more conversations about this. We need to have more awareness about depression. No. What did he say? Bring him to me. <laughs> and what did he do? Did he, did he send him to Luke, the doctor, to medicate him with serotonin boosters? No. He said this. So the father said, if you can help us, please help us. And Jesus said this. If I can. He was like wondering, what do you, what do you mean if I can? All things are possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. And this is what happened. And when Jesus saw the crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out of the boy and he was like a corpse. And most of them said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had entered the house, the disciples asked him privately, Why could, okay, and then this is the part, why could I not cast it out? This kind not, comes not out by, by prayer and fasting. So, this kind of demon, that's the key. It's a demonic spirit. Demonic spirit. Notice, even in Mark chapter 5, we all know the story of the uh, demoniac. In, in the land of the Gadarenes, Jesus came off, off, off the boat, stepped his foot onto the land, and the demonic, and the legion, you know the story of legion, he came running. The Bible says that they would chain him up in the, in the uh, cemetery, and he would cut himself with rocks. Cut himself. That's one of the, the signs of demonic activity. It's suicidal tendencies and thoughts. Depression. So what am I saying? Am I saying you're demon-possessed? No, I'm not saying you're demon-possessed. It's an attack, and you never should get comfortable with an attack from the enemy. The authority of the believer means I know what's rightfully mine, and I know what's rightfully not mine and cannot touch me. And the more and more we um, passivize people to think this is just a normal thing, no, it's not normal. And I'm not saying you're not normal. I'm saying this thing that you're dealing with does not have to be the thing you deal with. I've seen many people, many, many young people. Just recently when I was preaching in Fitchburg, the biggest thing that people got, got set free from was suicidal thoughts and depression. 
my closest friends are now, not only are they not uh, depressed anymore and they didn't take their own life, but God turned their life around and now all of them are preachers. It's like what Jesus said, what do you mean if I can? All things are possible for the one who believes. All that God requires is belief. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And finally turn to God. Come to the end of yourself and say, Lord, I don't believe that men can help me. I don't believe that medication can help me. I believe that you are the only one. And am I telling you to throw out your medication? No, I'm not. Don't do anything. I I've, I've, want to make that very clear. Alex is not saying throw out your medication. I want you to know, though, what the root of this is. It's not what they've been telling you. And I'm going to pray for every single person who has been dealing with this, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. And I believe from today, just like God set all my friends free, just like he set all those kids free in, in, uh, when I was preaching last, he's going to set you free. You look at the youth group I, I, I started youth pastoring in. A lot of those kids, depression, anxiety, now they want to go into the ministry. It's a sign of the last days. God is doing something new. For every attack of the devil, God has a great move of God. He's got a great move of the Spirit. And I think that this, this generation is going to be marked by the fact that suicide, depression, anxiety is going to be driven right out of this generation. That's one of my goals in life. It's why, it's why I do what I do. So I'm going to pray, Father, in Jesus' name. I thank you for every person that's listening. Lord, I pray right now that every single person that's been dealing with this issue, maybe secretly, or maybe everyone knows about it, maybe they have gone to the doctor, been prescribed. Lord, we thank you that you can do more than a doctor can do. You can do what a doctor can't do, what a psychiatrist, what a therapist can't do. Right now, I take authority over that evil spirit of depression and anxiety and suicide. I command it to leave their mind now in Jesus' name. Leave and never come back in the name of Jesus. Lord, replace it with fullness of joy, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And we thank you. We'll give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. And all these testimonies. Lord, I, I believe right now that you're turning those who have dealt with depression into preachers. That people will look at them and say, is this the, even the same person? And thank you for already doing it for my friends. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. This is one of the shorter podcasts. But I have a flight to catch in about five minutes. So I'm going to go. I love you guys. Um, listen, if you have to go back, if anything, if anything I said, you think, okay, this guy's crazy, go look it up. Look up like credible sources. If I'm wrong, go tell me I'm wrong. 
but it's a freaking lie. And I cannot stand, I cannot stand anymore. The next person that says that, it's just a chemical imbalance. Feel, I'm going to feel like slapping them across the face. I'm telling you. Like, I've been saying this for, for you know, it sounds pretty cliche to say, I've been saying this for years, but, you know, two years. It's, that's more than one. I've been saying this for two years. My uncle's been saying this as long as he's had a ministry. It's not, people are medicating a, a supernatural problem with a natural pill. You cannot do it. Not dealing with the problem at the root. It's a demonic problem, not a chemical imbalance. And now we know you don't even have to have faith for that. It's science. It's been science. It's just been covered up. So listen, send this to someone who, who needs it. Preface it to them. Say, look, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not doing this because I feel like I'm better than you. I'm not doing this because, you know, I want to prove you wrong. I'm doing this because I love you and I want to see you set free. All right? I love you guys. Thanks for, so much for joining me. Um, and check check with the uh, Instagram. Planning on going live. I'll be in Florida this next week. I'm pumped. I'm going to be back with the team. And listen, um, Evangelist Ted Charlesworth Jr.'s birthday is coming up very soon, um, the 10th, and now is it's the 7th. So I want you... His cash app is Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., right? T-E-D-S-U-S-H-U-T-T-L-E-S-W-O-R-T-H-J-R. Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., send him, bless him. He, if I get off on talking about my uncle, I, we won't ever end this podcast, but he's the reason this whole thing is a thing. Like, you understand, like, because of his faithfulness, many people are getting set free just in the youth section. Like, let alone his, you know, his entire ministry. He's a great man of God. You should bless him. Big time. It's his 40th birthday. That's his cash app. Go surprise him for his birthday. It's on the 10th. Um, I love you guys. Um, if you have any questions, Last Gen Youth on Instagram, and I'll catch you guys later. Bye.